it's Michael here inside Night Moves HDQ. Welcome to the show. Listening on your favorite podcast channels. You're listening on the other side of the radio show of inspiration. Just finished up relaxation. Going to be talking about living under, living life, excuse me, under construction. How to live your life in faith and reconstruct you. Now that's kind of a long title to the show. I'm going to work with this. I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Have your Bibles with you, notebooks. Uh, remember, you can message me inside the show here. Remember to share it, <clears throat> subscribe, and let's get after it. Right here, it's Michael inside the lab on a Thursday. Night moods. I'm in the captain's chair. Probably one of the last nights in the lab here. We're going to a new location. I can't wait. Um, you can always check out this radio show by going... Well, you can't go unless you have the link to both YouTube channels. I have my personal YouTube channel. They're live streaming, and also we have our Night Moods YouTube channel. And I want you to support the Night Moods channels um, where you can watch the show as we're doing the live show and the podcast at the same time. And you can check in. You can check it out. Listen in. And maybe find your place in the conversation. Here at the bridge, the challenge is on. I had a thought earlier today about making an event out of the challenge. If you want to participate in an event, challenge is set. Learning the functions, purpose, responsibilities of the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking about breaking it down. Going through, deconstructing who possesses your heart, why he is influential instrumental super important vital for your existence you this is your advantage and as i say every night on the show if you don't understand the power of the holy spirit who is possessing your heart sent to every saved and born again son and daughter on earth you have an advantage and many don't understand or know the advantage and so that places you at a disadvantage but Jesus said it's to your advantage that I go away to my father so that the comforter can come to you the paracletos the paracletos is understood as the intercessor and the help the spirit of truth I know him as the 100% essence of our Heavenly Father and why is this challenge so monumental well when you cooperate with the challenge in spite of what life is bringing to your journey, the bridge remains the same. The bridge's purpose and function and responsibilities outweigh anything under the kingdom of heaven. Its natural structure in the natural setting of a natural bridge outweighs weather unless they are fixing the mechanics like screws bolts maybe joists maybe repaving the pavement on the bridge maybe making sure the anchors to the foundation are secured to maintain holding the weight on a consistent basis and so if you think about that the natural bridge 
bears the weight of life. Isn't that something? So the natural bridge bears the weight of life, the Holy Spirit being the bridge connecting us to destination, bearing us at the same time as you learn being a son or daughter, you are to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So there's a whole bunch of bearing spiritually and naturally that a bridge happens to do. And when you understand the importance of this challenge, and if you want to be a part of something like this challenge, and we can do this, a three-day challenge. Let's call it a three-day challenge. If you want to be a part of that, I want you to send a message right now to the show, to this live stream, or nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. Let me know you want to be a part of the show and part of the challenge, excuse me. Three-day challenge we're going to bring to you real soon. I've been thinking about this all day. And this challenge is, like I said, is monumental, is to your advantage. And you have to know that you being saved and born again have an advantage over the world. And so in three days, I'm going to deconstruct the, the advantage, break it down in atmosphere, territory, and environment, and how it impacts you. And if again, if you want to be a part of this three-day challenge, it's going to be a three-day challenge. I thought about a seven-day challenge, but... Seven days, I probably lose you at day five. I can keep you for three days with as much study, with as much testimony and witness. And I'll have a couple of my friends come on and we'll, we'll get it connected up through a special Zoom meeting. And this is not on the fly. Like I said, I've been putting this together. I haven't even talked about this uh, with Jill. But I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like, this is like a, a no-brainer because every night... When we transition from relaxation into inspiration, I am talking about this challenge. And I believe this beyond belief that many coming into the kingdom do not understand, maybe not even know, maybe because he's never been explained to them or shown in such a way that they don't understand his function, his purpose and responsibility inside of them. And you are possessed. Too many people put the exaltation factor on the demon himself, the adversary to Heavenly Father. And they exalt him. And you hear about mind possession, mind control. Eh. Now consider who's possessing your heart. Oh my gosh. When you slow this down and realize my Heavenly Father possesses my heart which beats life through my body, beats the blood that circulates and brings oxygen. He places his Holy Spirit in my organ that beats life. And without your heart, life doesn't exist. So he places him inside your heart to possess the heart. And why are we acting crazy? When you are possessed knowingly by the Holy Spirit? Why are we acting out of sorts when you are possessed by the Holy Spirit of the living Heavenly Father on a living throne? Oh, it's so seismic. It is a category 10 hurricane. It is a category 30 earthquake when you realize who is in your heart and the advantage that you have.
So you are coming into this bridge and the importance of this bridge, the challenge is at hand, three-day challenge, meet the Holy Spirit. Um, someone listening to the show, send me an email. Go to the, go, or yeah, send me an email. Meet the Holy Spirit. I want to make sure that we get this. I'm going to write this down myself. And we're going to do a three-day challenge, meet the Holy Spirit. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you want to be a part of the challenge, you can now send an email right now. And I'm not even going to charge you for the challenge. It is an open challenge, an open invitation for you to connect on a private one-on-one -on -one to meet the Holy Spirit. A deconstruction of function, purpose, and responsibilities. We'll have a Q&A and I'm going to open up the books and we're going to go all in so that you come out of three days. Here's your return on investment. Your ROI is you're going to know how to cooperate and live in connection, cooperation with the Holy Spirit. Three days challenge. Send an email. Send a message right now to the show. Nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. And it'll be a three-day challenge. And we're going to put together a 90-minute session during this three-day challenge and it's going to be open to all the night owls from around the world listening to the show listening to this episode it's going to be open and it's going to be impactful meet the holy spirit three-day challenge send the email over to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com we're going to break this down in three days and you know i don't ask much from you but this challenge i ask about this challenge every night and I'm hard pressed because maybe God is telling me, give it to them, impact them, impress upon them the importance of my Holy Spirit. And how many of you can honestly say, if you were to raise your hand, have you met the Holy Spirit? Do you know the Holy Spirit? Are you squared away with the understanding of who possesses your heart? And if that's you raising your hand, that you don't know, then I want you to be a part of this challenge. Some of you may be asking questions. Well, go ahead and write your questions down. Because this is what we transition into. The topic of inspiration on here on the show is called living life under construction. How to live your life under construction. How to live your faith under construction. And if you are saying to yourself in so many words, in whatever language you speak to yourself in, <laughs> I, need to, I need change. Because change means construction needs to happen. Now, I, re I recognize this. You know, in your city, your location, wherever you're listening to the program from, you know, when businesses close, and businesses stay closed for a little bit amount of time maybe a season or two and then you notice that there's some construction happening on that business or there's new construction but i'm talking about construction on an already thing what happens when an old thing closes down this is going to be spiritual some of you might catch this an old business closes down and then it's dormant for a season or there's a lack of activity there's some activity because they don't want the pipes to freeze you know 
the tax collector, um, the, the property assessor, uh, the architects, those who, the owners of the property are always going to come to, to maintain the upkeep, the upkeep, the maintenance of an old thing. And the seedings are going to come and go, and you're going to notice that there's a little bit more activity. Maybe they take a sign down. Maybe they do some landscaping to, to let you know that there is a change happening. And this construction begins with an appearance, and you get to see it. Then there's activity all around it, and then you notice lights are on the inside, and they're making changes to glass, they're making changes to furniture, and they, you see a dumpster coming in and exchanging furniture out and trucks coming in and all this activity around an old building to change a building, which is literally going under construction. How many of you feel that way? Yes, we're in, we're in April, four months in 2022, and it's only four months in the new year, but when you connect the new year to the last existing years of three years, it has been a long four years in the fourth month. And you're probably saying, or I don't know if you're saying, but maybe you're saying, I need change. I am so tired of this. How many of you said that over the past two years? I need change. Or I've heard this over and over. Jill and I would talk about this and laugh about it from time to time. This didn't make sense. Can we just go back to the old way? Can we just go back to what it used to be? Change never brings you to the old way. Think about that. Change is the action and the result of the construction, of construing, interpreting, explaining, the process of constructing something, the process of what? To make a new form by combining or arranging parts or elements. It's, it's the rebuilding. You're rebuilding the structure on the same foundation, changing the structure out. How many of you are saying, I need change, and but I don't know how to get change done. I'm too busy to change. When will the time be for you to change if the time is not now, if you're too busy. If you desire change and what you've been doing has just been maintaining insanity because you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, hoping for a different result. But what happens when you truly begin to invest in your change? Maybe the lack of faith needs some changing. Maybe you need to do some trading with your will to accept his will for your life. Maybe you need to address the faith. Ah, the faith. Construction, to set in logical order. Construction, again, to make or formulate by combining or arranging parts and or elements. How many of you need a spiritual construction, a reconstruction of your faith? A reconstruction of the spiritual the mechanics like faith, belief, love, trust, surrender, submission, spiritual obedience, righteousness, consecration, holiness, sanctification. These words the church tosses around like badminton and they never 
find a foundation to fall upon. How many of you are saying, I need change, but I don't know how to begin change? Okay, well, if that's you, we got some work to do. Living life under construction. How to live life under construction. Some of you need reconstruction. Some of you have been on ongoing construction, have been in ongoing construction. What needs to be formed by you if you are dealing with an ongoing spiritual construction? Maybe you need to plug in and stay plugged in to Jesus. Maybe you need to plug in all the more and get to know your Heavenly Father because you just have not been taught or shown in proper context or, or an experience of what he is like. Maybe you just have a concept of your Heavenly, spa, Heavenly Father or you have a concept of Jesus Christ. And that's it. You have a mental ascent of who the Father is and the Son is. And I'm not even talking about the Holy Spirit because you just didn't know he even existed. Maybe you need to put in effort as you're under construction, coming under the foundation of being constructed again. Kind of goes one and two of where we've been over the last four to five episodes where it always begins with you. Now, you always will have a foreman, a supervisor on a construction site who is overseeing the work of subcontractors and union labor workers. And all these workers coming to do what? Reform, reshape by combining and arranging their expertise and their fields of service. All playing their part to make a finished work complete to serve the community. Isn't that something? So the change that you think you may be needing, what do you do? What needs to be changed with you? See, I can start where I think I can start, but I always know the common denominator with a change has to do with faith. Has to do with faith. How many of you need to change how you believe in the words in the scriptures. Maybe you just read them and can recite them, but do you actually believe what you're reading? And if you believe what you read, do you apply yourself to the reading? Or do you go further with the reading? Do you begin to study what you're reading so that you can understand the information? What if you're just one of those who are receptacle for information but don't know what to do with the information so the information is just in you forming nothing but a box full of information but if you never change your input your output will never be any greater than what you put in the input so the faith is the common denominator when you are in a season that you need to be reconstructed because we all have been given a level of faith and this faith is consequential to your maturity 
you've all heard faith to faith, glory to glory, elevating and advancing in Father's glory. And as you maximize a level of faith, could it be that your Heavenly Father supplies some extra faith to you? He's never without faith to give. Maybe that's why he gives a measure to everyone independently, indiscriminately, so that we can fill that up. And when we fill that up, showing ourselves approved in him and to him, he supplies more faith. Could that be? So what is needing construction in your life? Go ahead and write that down, if you so ever will. And I'm going to talk about the construction of faith and the importance of your faith. And if your faith needs reconstruction, that means you need reforming in the mind, reshaping in the mindset, because the reforming in the mind is the reforming of the state of mind. And the reshaping, the resetting, is the mindset. Oh, why the difference? Oh, it's, I'm glad you asked. Because one is activating and one is comprehend, com comprehending. Okay? <clears throat> so we're devising this plan of how to reconstruct you. And that means if we're devising the plan because the foreman is the Holy Spirit and all the different laborers who are coming to help you, the vessel, with the reshaping and restructuring your faith, your love, your belief, your unbelief, your trust, your self-esteem, your confidence, these are your spiritual mechanics. So now you have to understand what in you needs to be reconstructed. Let's begin with this faith deal. This faith deal, we're going to look through Hebrews chapter 10 and 38 and Hebrews 11 and 1. And as we always do, we're going to go down the journey of the ways that you can reconstruct your faith, rebuilding your faith. So I'm telling you, you want to get onto the podcast because we just take the hook and go down the well and go as deep as we possibly can go. And we never know how deep we can go, but we know that it's the Holy Spirit that searches the depths of our Heavenly Father. So the cooperation with the Holy Spirit, this challenge that I talked about, meeting the Holy Spirit, when you accept the challenge and you put yourself to task in the challenge because the challenge is never complete until you return before the throne. See, every day you are meeting the challenge and or the challenge is meeting you. And your cavalier ways for some or their, the lack thereof to you who just are not meeting the challenge will keep you behind and will keep you out of the advantage. So this living under the construction, let's talk about this. Let's look at the, the scriptures here. We're talking about faith, living life under construction, how to reconstruct your life in faith. 
Now, faith is explained to us in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is shown to us throughout the Gospels. Shown first, explained after the fact. And that's how the Father works. He will show you and then instruct you. And he can also instruct you and then show you. See, that's how he works. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and the proof of things not seen. Now, I'm going to talk about this and go a little bit deeper. I'm going to break some of this down and, and jump back and forth to help you out. We're going to be breaking down, deconstructing faith to help you understand how to live your life under construction in faith. When your temple, your state of mind, your mindset is under construction, faith needs to be the constant. Because the state of mind can decrease, can be depressed, distressed, but the faith that forms out of your heart is not supposed to be distressed at all. John chapter 14 and verse 1. Hebrews 11, 1 says this, Now faith is the realization. Faith is this. It is the hypostasis. The hypostasis. For those of you on the radio show, there is where we're getting ready to transition over to the podcast. Faith is known as the the stand of what is hoped for. You're standing affirmed in this particular understanding of what is hoped for. It is the proof of what is not seen. Going all in on the podcast channel, we're going to leave you guys on the radio. And I will be with you tomorrow night in the lab for a special Friday night weekly series of inspiration and relaxation. I said that backwards, relaxation and inspiration. It's our Friday night weekly series. Right here in Night Moves HDQ, you guys be well, be blessed, and check out and subscribe to the show. Support what we're doing. Support by sharing and building the community. All of you night elves, you're awesome. I love you guys. Until then, have a good night. Faith. Is the common denominator faith is critical in maintaining order during construction everything else can 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 ebb and flow your love can ebb and flow your trust can ebb and flow but this faith this measure of faith is critical in the being constant during a construction or reconstruction of your life your life is your life you only we all know you only have this life and the life thereafter this life but your faith is the bridge to whether you enter into the life thereafter and you connect to your your mansion your station in heaven and without the faith you can't please the your heavenly father Without faith, it is impossible to please your heavenly faith. Impossible. Can't be done without the faith. So, this faith, which, break this down here, turn off the radio show there. This faith 
is consequential during your construction, during your reconstruction. It is, it is the foundation of the building. And the structure are the spiritual mechanics that are placed upon the foundation. Like when you see a building being constructed, you see the foundation, you see the, the, the slats, the two by fours, four by fours that they erect. And then they see the steel beams for the commercial buildings. But the foundation is cemented. And the structure is applied to the foundation, which is cemented, formed, bonded. Your faith is cemented, formed, and bonded, applied attached to your heart. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for. So faith has everything to do with what is in the future to come to you. And the evidence or the proof of what is not even seen. Of what is not even experienced. Again, faith is one of the foundations. If there were levels of the foundation, just as there are 12 walls of heaven upon each other, and then 12 gates, faith is one of the foundations. And I cannot wait for to do this challenge, this three-day challenge. I'm just sitting here thinking about it as I'm, I'm breaking this down with you. To meet the Holy Spirit, and then you understand the foundations of the kingdom. But now faith is the realization of what is hoped for. I want to break this down so that you get this. I'm repeating this so that this sets in your heart and connects to the mind. Present faith is the realization of what is hoped for. Is the realization of what is to follow. It's the grounding of hope. It is that which makes hope possible. The proof of things not seen. For by this faith, the people of old were approved. The people of the old covenant were approved. The people of a father were approved. For by this people of old were approved. By faith, we understand the world's were created by the word of Father in Genesis chapter 1 by faith. So by faith, the realization of what is hoped for and the proof of what is not seen, the hope is that what he did, what he said and spoke and produced was created out of his word. In order that what is seen did not come into existence from what is visible. Stating that out of the invisible came the visible. Faith is the common denominator if you're going through a reconstruction phase. You need to be sure if anything is needing to be tweaked on the foundation or maintained or sustained. When you begin to go through a reconstruction, your faith has to be on the foundation. The, you, we only get a measure of the faith from our Heavenly Father. And this faith, boy, this faith, this faith, this word faith, this word faith is belief, this word faith is trust, 
It's generally of the leaning of the entire human personality upon Father or Jesus in an absolute trust and confidence in his disposition, his sovereignty, his authority, and power. This word faith is known as pistis. This faith, again, is belief. It's the reliance, the realization. This faith is the trust. It's generally of the leaning of the entire human personality upon God or Jesus Christ in an absolute trust and absolute confidence in his power, sovereignty, disposition, authority, and rule. That's what faith is. It's the belief and trust. And when you're in under or in a deconstruction phase or change, your faith needs to maintain in belief and trust. Because now you're exposed. When you're in construction, you're exposed. You're exposed to the elements, the natural elements, wind, rain, snow, um, four seasons, and everything under the sun and earth. In the same, and spiritually speaking, you are exposed to the adversary of Heavenly Father, the fallen angel himself, Lucifer, Apollyon, and his fallen angels, and the demonic angels as well, the fallen angels. So those levels and ranks of principalities, orders, and rulers who are tied to Apollyon, you're exposed to them. But your faith becomes the fence line that repels them when they come and impact you at the fence line. When they impact you at the shield of faith, it begins to repel them because it's like if I was holding... Let me use this picture, but I'm going to hold this as my as my shield. And it's kind of a bad analogy because you listening cannot see me holding the shield. But if you were to hold the shield up, when the adversary who is seeking who he can kill, steal, and destroy, and his fallen angels, familiar angels, those demonic angels and familiar angels come to trick, manipulate the mind, they come at the fence line. The fence line is faith. That's your shield of faith. Now, if your fence line is not erect, erected, put up, extended, then you are truly exposed. What is exposed when your shield of faith is not in position? The fence line is not up. Your heart. Your heart is exposed. Then if your heart is exposed, your heart can be placed in distress, dis-ease. And the heart is where the Holy Spirit rests. The heart that beats life. So this faith, this pistis, this, this faith, this trust, this belief, the generally of the leaning of your entire human personality upon Father and or Jesus Christ in absolute trust and absolute confidence 
in his disposition, in his majesty, in his authority, in his power, and his rulership. That's what faith is. You are relying on Father. You are relying on Jesus Christ. As I sit here and think about this, how many of you who are under construction have put your shield of faith down? And that is the worst time to put your armor off when you're in construction or under a reconstruction. Meaning, things are being taken off of you. Your spiritual mechanics are being addressed. And if you are undressed while Father is addressing the and redressing you, and you don't have in position your spiritual mantle on your clothing, then you are exposed for familiar spirits to manifest, trick the mind, and your heart is exposed. Remember, he comes searching who he can kill, steal, and destroy. Faith is the common denominator on the foundation in construction or to those who are in a reconstruction. Getting retooled, reshaped, reformed. When, when change has come to you to re redress you in the ways of Jesus, redress your, your personality, your relationship to your Heavenly Father, how you relate to Him, your love levels to your Heavenly Father, your faith has to be maintained. Hebrews 10.38, I love this verse here, but my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back from faith, my soul is not well pleased with him. That's Hebrews 10.38, speaking about a Heavenly Father who has a soul. And he says, let me read it again. For yet a very little while, and the one who is coming will come and will not delay in coming. But my righteous one, who will live by pistis, faith, will live by belief, trust, and the leaning of your entire human being upon Father or Jesus Christ in absolute trust and absolute confidence in his majesty, his disposition, his rule, his authority, his sovereignty, his power. And if he shrinks back from that, meaning you take a step back, you, you diminish your faith because you stepped away from faith. Father's soul is not well pleased with him. Now, let me go back in here. I want to look at this, this go deeper with faith. Living life under construction. And so you have your Bibles. We're going to look at Hebrews 11 and 6 now. We went from 1038 to Hebrews 11, 1, and now verse 6. Now, before we get into verse 6, I want you guys just to go ahead and stretch. Get a good stretch in. I was at the masseuse earlier, and it was awesome. Shiatsu massage. It was awesome. I feel great, so I got a good stretch in. But let's take a minute so that we can re-engage in this moment. 
Now, you in the moment, we're talking about change. When you are in a season of change, again, you don't want to be exposed. You don't want your heart exposed. The redress, when you're in a season of change, Father is redressing you spiritually. That means he is inside of you, heart, mind, soul, and he is retooling. He is re-implementing, depositing spiritual guidance, spiritual things by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is inside of you, possessing your heart. So he has accessibility to total you. And you have your spirit of faith, the measure of faith that you have been given that covers and protects your heart. Now, anytime you are in under construction, when you're under construction, that means you are in the safe house, the safe haven, the, the, the refuge of your Heavenly Father. When you are in the refuge of Heavenly Father, when you are under reconstruction spiritually, and you hear and it is manifested to you that He has you, you can then let your guard down. Your guard is your armament. Your guard is your spiritual mantle. Your, your spiritual mantle is your spiritual clothing. This is Ephesians chapter 6, 11 through 14. That's the only time when, when Father has you under his refuge, then you can, because it's like when you're on an operating table. And if you've not been on an operating table, um, one day, close your body down. And you're exposed in the area where they're going to be doing operation but you are vulnerable you are exposed yet you are asleep sedated so that they can go in and repair and change out and fix and sew up what needs to be functioning in your body such is the same with your heavenly father this faith that he gives you, he gives it to you. That means you possess the measure that he's given. And your responsibility is to keep to the measure that he's given you. So any type of re life construction or life reconstructing, and the reconstruction is when you are in Father's refuge, is where you can, at that time, let your guard down. When you are in construction, when he is constructing you, you are to keep the guard up. I'll leave that there because I know I'm going to be pulling this all together and, and unpacking, sewing it up inside um, the challenge. Looking forward to the challenge. I want you to participate in the challenge. So send the message over. Three-day challenge. Meet the Holy Spirit. Um, now, without faith, it is impossible to please Father. The one who approaches Father must believe that He exists and is a rewarder of those who seek Him. Now, without the faith, without the belief, without the trust, without the generally leaning of your entire personality upon Heavenly Father or Jesus Christ, in absolute trust so you have to have complete trust and complete confidence in your in the faith in father and jesus christ 
in his disposition. So this is what faith is. Without this, it is impossible to please Father. For the one who approaches Father must believe, have faith that he exists. So this word believe. Now without faith, I explained that to you. Because I'm talking about living life under construction. Faith being the denominator for this topic here. It is impossible to please Father. For the one who approaches God must pistio. Pistis is faith. Pistio is belief. And this is having a statement. This is to proclaim a faith by a person that is true. Belief is believe is this. For one who approaches God must believe or have a statement made to be true that he exists and is a rewarder of those who seek him. So faith enables you to seek Heavenly Father all the more because he is the one who gives it. So construction means you must keep your guard up. That's in Ephesians chapter 6. Your guard is explained which is your spiritual armor. Okay? This guard must be maintained during construction when you are being built up from the foundation to the structures to finger to finger ear to ear shoulder to shoulder you must maintain the guard when you're in reconstruction when father has placed you in a wilderness and you're in a season where he's pouring into you and you don't understand and you're pouring into him and you're getting it and you're learning and he's depositing and he's training and he's edifying you and he is encouraging you by the power of the Holy Spirit and you are what is happening there is a spiritual maturation that is happening when you're in a wilderness but we don't like the wilderness sometimes because it takes us away from the community but notice he takes every one of his sons and daughters to a wilderness moment to deposit in them to draw out of them so that they can re-engage in strength confidence and faith this change if you're calling for a change we're, we're going to reassess you in the change and the faith is the is the this shield of faith this faith this guard that guards your heart is important the holy spirit doesn't possess the mind he possesses the heart from there fills you from limb to limb but he possesses the heart to which beats life through you and that is your 
engagement through the Holy Spirit in cooperation to the Holy Spirit to Heavenly Father, but you do this through Jesus Christ. That is righteousness. You're in right alignment, and your faith is also the conduit, conduit or the connector through the Holy Spirit that connects you through Jesus because no one can come to the Father except they go through Jesus. And so you have proximity and accessibility because he's given you a measure of belief about him through his son. Ordained, ratified by the Holy Spirit. So this construction of life, how to live your life under construction is how important it is to keep your guard your armament and faith is that common denominator and you must understand how to hold up and practice holding the shield of faith even if you look crazy but I do we do this in our meetings because we always say this and this is what James said I want to say in James 1 and 8 let me take it here to you so we can make sure that I am given to you exactly what is on the foundation um, this is double minor this. Let me go to two. Let me go to two here. I lost my train of thought. This just happens. And what I'm doing is I'm using Logos Bible software. And this is kind of a nice little break here. Because you'll find a link right here, especially if you're listening on the live stream. Uh, a link to Logos Bible software. And I use this when I teach and especially when I study. Now, I come to meetings with, with Bibles, and I open up the scriptures. So when I'm studying, I use local software, and I've been using it for over 10 years, honestly and truthfully. Um, you can actually see it. Um, if you're a first-time user of Logos Bible software, click on this link. You can get a nice discount for Logos 9. It is awesome. The variations, the different translations, the different study tools that you can use to influence you, you and the depths of your study. It's really kind of awesome. So... Take advantage of Logos Bible software, click the link, and you will not regret it. This faith, that the shield of faith that you keep, without the faith, it is impossible to please your Heavenly Father. So you have to understand during construction and or reconstruction during your life, this faith is consequential to your livelihood okay um, James talks about this this is really cool uh, James chapter 2 James talks about this right here in chapter 2 I'm looking for it right here I got it right here because I was going somewhere else but I need to go here um, so let me break this over here I'm in James. Okay, you ready? I'm good. We got this. James 2 and 18. I knew it was close. James 2 and 14. Let me go back here and give you context. So we're talking about the shield of faith, this, this, this guard during reconstruction and construction. How do you keep faith? Simple. Remember, 
the kingdom is complex, but in your application of applying yourself to information and knowledge through faith connected to the Holy Spirit, you, you break this down and it becomes simple. What is the benefit, my brothers, if someone says that he has faith but does not have the works? Now, on the radio side of Night Moods, we, we do this inside the secret place. And not only do we do this in the radio show, but in our fellowships, we practice the works with our faith. And James says here, what is the benefit, my brothers? What he's saying is this. Faith without works is dead faith. What is the benefit, my brothers, if someone says that he has faith but does not have the works? He's asking a question. He says that faith is that faith is not able to save him, is it? So he's asking a question. If you have faith but not the works to apply to the faith, is the faith able to save you? Now James wasn't playing. Apostle James wasn't playing. He asked two questions. Now the work is the labor. It is the moral action, the activity. Um, it is the, the defining directives of activation in the work. You apply your moral action, your activities, the defining characterization of the work to the faith in Father, believing, leaning and having confidence and trusting in Him and Messiah in His disposition, His what? Supremacy, his sovereignty, his power, and his authority. If a brother or sister says, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking food for the day, and one of you should say to him, go in peace and keep warm and eat well, but does not give them what is necessary for the body, what is the benefit? So what he says in verse 16 is he actually gives an example of what faith is without the corresponding work. So if you tell someone, yeah, you got faith, you should just keep the faith. But if you don't apply the application to the faith, the work, the labor, the activity, the, 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 the deed to the faith, thus also faith, if it does not have works, is dead by itself. So if you are, are one in construction of life, and Father is dealing with you, allowing life to deal with you. And you place this protector. Faith, the shield of faith, protects the heart. The heart, if hit spiritually, possibly could die, could be robbed of faith, which means you turn away from your father apostasy. You leave the faith and could be stolen, removed. That's why Jesus asked them in the boat when he was sleeping and a wind and a storm was rocking the boat, scared his apostles, and they're freaking out. He comes up and what does he do? He rebukes the wind, rebukes the water, and looks at them and says, Oh, you of little faith. Who has your faith? Thus, James the apostle is saying this, Thus also, if it does not have works, he's talking about if, faith, thus also faith, if, Faith does not have works is dead by itself. 
So how do you hold faith under construction? Again, under divine construction is when you can put your guard down because you are in the refuge of your heavenly father. You are experiencing Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15. He is strengthening you and your confidence in your quietness and your trust. When you're in construction, life construction is different from being under life construction. Because when you're under father's reconstruction, you can let your guard down. During construction, you're practicing holding your faith. I believe in my Heavenly Father. Storms are coming. I trust in my Heavenly Father. Bill collectors are coming. I trust and believe in my Heavenly Father. Spiritual attacks are coming. Infirmities are coming. I trust and believe in my Heavenly Father. So holding the shield of faith is likened to speaking or making a declaration that I believe and trust in my Heavenly Father. No matter what is coming your way during construction. Because again, you are exposed. And when you're exposed, you're exposed to temptation. You're exposed to the manipulation. You're exposed to the familiar spirits. And you'll know when someone's being exposed to familiar spirits and all truth saying this to you out of experience. I hear, no, excuse me, I sense something is happening which is distinctly different from those of our brothers and sisters who when they speak to you regarding revelation or information or instruction or prophetic word from our Heavenly Father you will hear them saying this truth I see the Lord dot 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 I hear the Lord dot 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 but when brothers and sisters are speaking I sense what they're telling you is, I emotionally am connecting to something that I cannot see or hear. So I'm sensing it with my natural emotions. And they're telling you that the familiar spirits who are fallen spirits with Lucifer and or Apollyon, Lucifer is Apollyon, Apollyon is New Testament name, they are manipulating the mind. Remember, the Holy Spirit possesses the heart. Father gives you your mind to, for your will, for your enjoyment, for your understanding of information and, and mental growth and mental ascent. And the enemy, the adversary, Apollyon, Lucifer, and the fallen angels and demonic angels come to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy and possess the mind. They cannot possess the heart, but they can possibly possess the mind. So when you're in a change, a life change, you are with your guard and you have your total guard, helmet, belt, shoes, your sword is the Bible, your breastplate, which covers the heart, and then the shield of faith. Without the shield of faith, then you are exposed, your, your guard is exposed. And can take dings. See, the shield of faith is supposed to repel the tricks of the enemy. Because you're telling the enemy, I believe in the Father. This is what Jesus did when he was under the three temptations of the enemy himself. This is special, you guys. Now remember, I want you to send an information, send me an email.
nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or message me right here if you want to be a part of the three-day challenge of Meet the Holy Spirit. I'm right here inside. I'll see you next time.